Welcome to the Antioch Initiative Podcast, a podcast about the unreached and topics related to giving them access to the good news of Jesus. Hi, this is Nick with the Antioch Initiative Podcast, and today I have the privilege of talking with Mark Doreen, who is the Area Director for Penn Asia of Asia Pacific and Assemblies of God World Missions. Mark, thank you for joining us today. Hello, Nick. Good to talk to you. Hey, Mark, you know, you have been serving for many years in the Buddhist world, um, and I know you're based in Thailand now in particular. Would you mind, though, sharing a little of your story of, of how um, you came to be where you are now? Wow, it's a long story. I'm old now. <laughs> I, uh, I actually grew up in Minnesota. You're there at North Central, and I'm a, I'm a native Minnesotan coming out of the Little Falls, Minnesota area. Wow. Went to North Central and uh, pastored there in the Minneapolis and the Twin Cities area. The church was called Christians in Action, Christians in Action. And now wow. it's called Sojourn Church on the University of Minnesota campus. Yeah. And uh, we went from there in 1992. Uh, we went from there to uh, AGWM at, called DFM at the time and made our move to Thailand with uh, family of five, my three children, myself, wow. and uh, worked and have been there ever since. So that was our, that's our journey to, to missions and where we're at now. Well, that is wonderful. Well, God has, you know, had his hand upon your life and um, people recognize um, his hand upon your life. And you're the area director for Asia, which is, I think you had said it's five different Buddhist majority countries, right? Yes. I, yes. Yes. Would you give us a little yeah. information about those countries? Sure. Yeah. So uh, they, they're the five most Buddhist countries in the world in a lot of ways in terms of percentage of population. So they start uh, with where I'm at in Thailand. Next to us, Myanmar, uh, Cambodia, Laos and Vietnam. So those five are are those that we have actually 90 uh, units, missionary units in those, whether they're singles or married couples uh, with AGW in those five countries. And uh, so that, yeah, so that's my domain. I, I get to, uh, it's privilege, huge privilege to uh, share with them, to strategize with them and to, and to take care of the activities of our AGWM work in these five countries. Yeah. So wonderful. Amazing. And uh, as you, you know, we've mentioned that they, they're primarily Buddhist um, countries uh, and yes. they're with the Antioch Initiative, we're always talking about the unreached and there's so many unreached people groups among Buddhist people groups. And, um, and so appreciate all you're doing there to help the gospel go forth. And you have start, you started a, um, a, an initiative uh, in recent years called change the map. Would you please tell us yeah. a little about that? Yes. And before doing that, I want to thank you, Nick, for Antioch initiative. It is, uh, it's very, very cool. I think it's very, uh, very strategic thing to do to focus on these major uh, religions and, and uh, I'm just happy that someone's out there helping us uh, uh, pound the pavement for on behalf of the Buddhist world. So, yeah. So in 2012, we'd served in Chiang Mai, Thailand, in the north, helping uh, plant churches and things for uh, 19 years at that point. And uh, our uh, regional director and and uh, Russ Turney at the time, and the executive director Greg Mundus came uh, actually. Uh, sent me an email and said, Mark, can you meet us in Bangkok, which is a f- our flight from Chiang Mai, not telling me what it was for. And so that was a little nervous moment for me. Oh, And uh, so I, I thought, well, well, did I do something wrong? 
Yeah. And uh, so I went to uh, to Bangkok and we met together and they said, uh, the area director, Jeff Dove, has just uh, is resigning and we want you to consider taking the part. And uh, I said, uh, no, no, no. I mean, that was my first reaction. I, I'm called to to Thailand, to Thai people. I've learned the Thai language. I don't know anything about the other four countries. And and uh, so I didn't have an interest to do that. They said, well, you can't say no we're Pentecostals here. You can't say no without praying about it first. So Uh-oh. I went back to Chiang Mai and uh, my wife and I just started praying for it. One of the things I did first was I did some web searches. Uh, you could do web searches back in 2012 and uh, about the five countries. And I stumbled almost immediately. I say stumbled, really. It was the Holy Spirit, I'm sure, uh, directed me to a CIA map of the world broken down by religious affiliation. Yeah. And on that map, you see the whole globe, you see everything on that map. The only place that was lit up for Buddhism was my, basically my five countries, you know, Sri Lanka, Bhutan had some, some colors on it. And, and some of the other rim countries of Japan and Korea, but the dark places, the real concentrated places were my five countries. And when I saw that, I think it it was just the Holy Spirit coming upon me. I looked at it and said, "That's wrong. That that can't be. You know, I right. that has to change." And even before I accepted the area director role, the the idea of change the map that that map that I was staring at that has to change. There was just just a conviction that came upon me, yeah. and so uh, it didn't take long to get back to my leadership and say, okay, we'll take that role. A couple of months later, we had our very first uh, uh, activity, I guess, responsibility as area director uh, in an all-area retreat we held in Phnom Penh, uh, Cam- oh, no, no, Siem Reap, Cambodia. <clears throat> and uh, and that, that was the first time I presented to our missionaries, change the map. We're, the, we're living in this very dark Buddhist right. area, and uh, it lacks the gospel. It lacks the salvation that Jesus offers, and this has to change. So that was that was the birth of change the map. Uh, there were several other steps that came uh, bringing it into the into the prayer movement. It is today, but uh, that's in a nutshell how, how it started out. That's amazing. Yeah. And um well, we're, you know, we're really excited about, um, oh, first of all, and yeah, just honored uh, and, and and happy for your focus on the Moses world. And, but we're, uh, we're excited about to be partnering uh, coming up with Run for the Unreached in April. Yes. And um, uh, because we, at the Run for the Unreached, we, it's April 17th for all those listening. And, um, and we emphasize in the run um, all different people groups that are still unreached with the gospel. Most of them Muslim, Hindu, and Buddhist. And uh, this year we're excited about change the map being a part of the event and I appreciate, you know, your openness to partnership in that. And, uh, and just again, emphasizing the importance of reaching Buddhists for Christ. And um, at the event, I think you're also going to have some resources uh, as part of the partnership. Would you, would you share a little bit about some of the resources that are available uh, for people to change the map? Sure. Um, and we're honored to be to be a part of that event. And, and it's an exciting event, the run for the unreached. And I encourage people to be a part of it. Um, we we've uh, over the years changed. The map has developed. Our main focus is raising up an army of intercessors on behalf of the Buddhist world. We believe that uh, the Buddhist world has been largely unreached be, uh, because of so many, many different difficulties. And it takes prayer, it takes intercession 
to to move the spiritual realm, and uh, that's going to be the primary uh, mover of yeah. the spiritual realm in, in sure. the Buddhist world. So uh, we started a prayer movement uh, through a website and through monthly guides. So we'll send out a story of something that's happened in the Buddhist world, sure. uh, whether even a success story or a challenge story uh, where we're just up against a wall and we need people to pray right. uh, in the various countries uh, where Buddhism is at. And so every month uh, through our website, uh, you can uh, sign up or subscribe to a monthly um, email, or we also put them out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, okay. It's called ctm.world, world, okay. W-O-R-L-D. ctm.world is our website where those uh, prayer guides can be accessed Wonderful. and uh, subscribed to. And so uh, that is one of the resources that we are most pay, uh, most passionate about is to get people to pray for the Buddhist world. But we're also bringing some uh, resources with us, some uh, brochures that talk about the needs in the Buddhist world and challenge people to pray, including a 15 days of prayer booklet. And uh, we're going to offer uh, those uh, booklets to your students or to the people who are there at the prayer at the uh, Run for the Unreached. Yeah. And uh, it uh, leads you through uh, stories in the Buddhist, real stories in the Buddhist world and ways to pray for Buddhists. So those are a couple of things. I just finished a book, Nick, uh, that will be that will probably not be printed quite at that time, but that'll be offered soon on on our website, also called Change the Map. Looking forward to that. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. Well, um, you know, you just mentioned in talking that, you know, that. Oftentimes, Buddhist um, people groups are resistant, are difficult, uh, yes. and the prayer is so important. And so, uh, yeah, we definitely want to emphasize that to everyone. Um, but I just wonder if you would share what are some what are some reasons that you know? I mean, there's lots of reasons and some things we don't understand. But from your ex- many years of experience, what are some reasons why there is so much resistance and uh, in, in seeing Buddhists come to follow Christ? Well, yeah, there there are so many so many different reasons. Um, we could mention all of the different philosophical differences uh, in in uh, between Buddhism and Christianity. Um, for example, and this is kind of highlighting maybe one of the dramatic ones, is that uh, Buddhism believes that the reason or, or that that existence is, is suffering, life is suffering, and, and their purpose is to escape suffering, right. to uh, get out of suffering. And the cause of suffering, um, the things that, that hold us to this earth are, are emotions, feelings, desires, needs, and wants. And those are things that Buddhists uh, will meditate and uh, focus on to get rid of in their lives, to remove from their lives, including right. all emotions uh, that include even love itself is one of those emotions that could be a barrier to escaping suffering in life. Right. And so, uh, so, so we could say that love is actually a, can actually be a negative thing to a Buddhist who's trying to to escape suffering. And uh, our God is a God of love, of passionate love. And who suffered because of love uh, to prove uh, maybe the prove the Buddhist point. Jesus suffered uh, uh, because of his great love for us. 
Right. And so, and I, so I bring that up because so many of the concepts of Buddhism are exact opposites of the con of the concepts of, of Jesus and of Christianity. Sure. And so telling someone, Hey, God is real. God, there is a God that created everything uh, to a Buddhist uh, might say, well, then that God is evil because he created a suffering world or saying God is love. He's a God of intense love might say to a Buddhist that God is weak and still has not overcome the need for love. So there's so many philosophical reasons wow. that, that Buddhism presents a challenge to, uh, to the gospel. Sure. Another, another line that I would take here is that, uh, uh, that uh, Buddhism changes, it morphs around the world. When you look at, at Buddhists and at the various countries they're in, the religion itself, the, the, the practices of Buddhism morph or change uh, to the culture that they're in, sure. usually adapting to the local, whether it's animistic or bone or different kinds of the previous religion that was there. And so they, it looks a little like Buddhism and it looks a little like the religion that was there before. And so it becomes a cultural form. Sure. And, uh, and, and so it becomes a cultural identity to the local people. So everywhere you go, like, uh, so in Thailand here where I live, uh, Buddhism is a part of the culture because it adapts to the culture. It's adapted to the previous religions that were here before the, right. the animistic uh, kinds of religions. So uh, to change and to, and to stop being Buddhist uh, to to most Buddhist places and people groups means to change your culture, reject your culture, your country. And so it, it makes them very resistant because bringing Christianity or introducing the concept of Christianity to them says, well, that's a different cult culture, a different, that's, that requires me rejecting my culture and sure. my family and my country and my patriotism. And so uh, probably those two things the, the philosophy and and the fact that uh, Buddhism is a part of the culture, those are two uh, super tough barriers to overcome when you share the gospel with Buddhists. Sure. And I know, if, yeah, with, obviously within each of those, there's so many different um, nuances and so many different um, paths you could go as far as, you know, challenges within the challenges. And so, um, yes. yeah, thanks for sharing that. Well, you know, <laughs> God does break through though. And I know you have many yes. stories of that. And, um, I, I, but I wanted to ask if you'd just be willing to share as we're going to, uh, in the next, just a few minutes here, just in brief, just a few thoughts for the, those of us who you know, have a Buddhist friend and we want to continue to be reaching out to our friends that are Buddhist and, uh, sharing the gospel, maybe just, uh, a brief, just, uh, some, a few thoughts of what is helpful and not helpful as we're reaching out to Buddhists. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that comes to mind immediately is that I don't know a single Buddhist, and I'm talking about Southeast Asian Buddhists or Asian Buddhists here, but I don't know a single instance when I have offered to pray for a Buddhist that, you know, for a, a sickness, a problem, a trial, a challenge in their life, that they haven't said, yes, go ahead, go ahead wow. and, and do so. Sure. And so uh, I would say, first of all, be bold to to ask your Buddhist friend if you can pray for them. 
Wonderful. And uh, they re- and 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 when God does miracles, you know, signs and wonders draw people to Himself. That's a major reason why Buddhists come to Christ. And so, be bold, be brave, to uh, to say to your Buddhist friend, "Hey, can I pray for that that need? Right. Pray for them." Number two, I would say, um, and and these are kind of coming off the top of my head, Nick. Sure. <laughs> Number two, I would say, uh, don't assume that uh, they're thinking the same thing you're thinking when you when you talk about Jesus or when you talk about God so as I mentioned uh, right. it's good you might think it's good news to say that God is real and he's created this this earth but they may not think that they may not feel that way they, you may think it's good news to say that Jesus died an agonizing death on the cross out of his love for you but they they may not be thinking that it's that it's good news or green it's good news sure so um, I I I encourage you to to get a lot of feedback and to ask them what they think of that and why they think that way and and be be simple don't don't use religious words and uh, and be simple and 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 understand the the backgrounds so that you can explain you know why you know Jesus died on the cross for their sins and. And um, so, sure. uh, and then three, uh, I, I would say be sensitive to the idea that, um, that uh, Buddhism is their culture. Sure. And, and again, if you're talking to, to Asian Buddhists or, or uh, Western Buddhists, there's a difference there. But if you're talking to an Asian Buddhist, be very sensitive to the fact that Buddhism is their culture, that the Buddha images and so forth, those are... Uh, demand respect uh, culturally, and uh, are, so for us to just stomp on their culture uh, is 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 something we need to be aware of. We we don't want to stomp on culture. We want to talk about God and and Jesus and all that God has meant to us and done for us, as opposed to to stomping on on uh, on Buddhism or on the things that they're doing. Sure. Uh, we're not attacking their 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 culture. Um, I would say loving them has powerful effects. Number, uh, I think I, I'm on number three, four here. Sure. Uh, sure. Loving them, uh, showing them love, because in many uh, Southeast Asian contexts, uh, they uh, believe in walking the middle path, so not being too uh, overly emotional, uh, or, or even over loving. And so for Christians to come in and show compassion and love has had powerful effects as well sure. uh, to Buddhists. So I guess start, start, start with prayer. Sure. Uh, let God uh, speak through you with wisdom. I think uh, God's wisdom intervening in, in every encounter that, that we've had uh, in leading people to Christ has been the main factor. So start with prayer, be ready spiritually. Uh, be bold to pray for people. Uh, don't assume they're thinking the same thing you're thinking. Love them, and uh, and and those are some some ways to to start with your Buddhist friends. That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that, and thanks for being with us today on the Indian Initiative podcast, and just you know sharing some of your story, sharing about change the map, and and we are really excited about uh, partnership coming up for Run for the Unreached, and. We'll be talking about that more uh, in days ahead on the podcast. But thanks uh, for all you do to reach out to Buddhists, and um, we'll stay in touch. Thank you so much. Well, it's been my privilege. Thank you so much, Nick, and thank you for what you're doing and for what Antioch is doing as well. God bless. Thanks. 
Thank you for listening to another amazing episode of the Antioch Initiative podcast. We encourage you to follow us on whatever podcasting platforms you use the most. Feel free to check out our social medias to stay updated on all future content.